Welcome back to Chat with Matt. Um, It's been a minute. It's always been a minute. (laughs) I am really bad with uh, managing this. I'm just going to be full transparent with you guys on this. Um, First of all, it's not easy to just sit here and talk, talk, talk to you guys about things maybe you do or don't care about. Um, It's not necessarily hard to think of content to talk about. My mind is kind of scattered and always questioning things all the time. So I can always, you know, give that to you guys. But no, I really struggle with just when I'm going to do it. Um, It's not necessarily my number one priority. I will just be fully transparent on that too. But um. I really want to record this episode, and I've had this written in my notes for a little bit, and I think this one can apply to just anyone and everyone, and it's, uh, it's a, this episode is kind of going to be, going to be about, um, things too that I really like to, um, hear about from other people, if that makes sense, like through different podcasts, TED Talks, all of those good things. And this one is about just taking the first step. And I know you guys have probably all heard like different versions of this, but I really want to give you my version and just my intake on this idea of just starting, just starting that thing you've always wanted to start, um, which is not easy, by the way. And there's a lot of different factors and emotions that Go into starting something new or maybe not something new, but something you've just been afraid to do and you're just fearing the rejection and all of those things, Um, which I have gotten over that fear, that fear of the fearing. (laughs) But, you know, from time to time, I, I still feel pressure. I still feel, I don't even want to use the word stress, but a word under stress, I maybe overwhelmed. I still feel overwhelmed with just wanting to do a good job. But also, I have to not, I have to not think about it like that. So this episode is kind of going to be a how-to guide into just taking that first step. And you're going to hear so many different things from different people. Um, First, you know, it starts with the self-doubt. It starts with, are you sure you want to do this thing? Do you really think you can do it? It's it's the questioning. And, you know, if you have somebody who loves and cares about you deeply, their questioning is to look out for you. And that should always be the case. But then there are other people who question you and they put self-doubt in you to make you, you as the person who would be doing the thing, want to quit want to not do the thing because you then start to feed into other people and what they say and you honestly start to believe them like yeah maybe I can't do this maybe you're right maybe I am taking on too much wrong always wrong always wrong you can literally do anything anything in this world if you put your mind to it like 
if if you ask me what my strongest belief was, it, it's that. It's 100% that. I think you can make opportunities for yourself every single day. And there's going to be some of you on here who listen to this and might think, no, that's not ideal reality, Natalie. Like, you're living in a fantasy world. You're being naive. And I respect that, too. Um, because... I know, you know, being in a certain position in your life, you never know what it's going to be like until you go through something like that or, yeah, just basically until you have that experience. So I'm not here to tell you this is the end-all be-all, but I am here to tell you that this is my way of thinking. I think there are opportunities all around us if we choose to look for them, and that's the key, if we choose to look for them. So that first step, it's just even believing that there's stuff out there. And that might sound dumb, but sometimes people forget it. Sometimes people forget you can be anything you want to be. Anything at all. Like, I literally can't think of one thing that I would say, like, I couldn't learn how to do. Now, would it be hard work? Extremely hard work. Let's say I wanted to be a professional surfer by December. Okay, well, there's not exactly beaches around here, so it would be in my best benefit to move somewhere where there are beaches, right? But it's going to be numerous and numerous hours of practicing and learning and watching clips to see what you did wrong. It's like it's like going to the gym and learning your form first before you even do any kind of heavy lifting. It's the same concept. But you start with baby steps and you break it down into its absolute smallest form, you know. <clears throat> and this is something, too, I kind of learned through a TED Talk. So I'm going to kind of reiterate some of their um, information that they said, but like in my own way. Like if I decided I wanted to accomplish reading, I don't know, 50 books by the end of a month. Seems like a lot, right? That's a lot of reading. That's a lot of pages. That's a lot of words. But exactly like that. Break it down to exactly what I just said. Start with a word. Then after one word, you're going to read a page. After one page, you'll read a full chapter. After one chapter, you'll read two chapters and so on and so forth. And sooner than you know it, the book is done. You accomplished that one small goal. Was it your whole goal? Not at all, but you are one step closer to that bigger goal. I hope that made sense. Um, <laughs> I don't really know if that did, so I'm sorry if that was kind of confusing, but that's the way I understand it. Break your, break your big ambitious goals down to mini goals, and those mini goals become mini deadlines, and those mini deadlines become almost like homework, like practice, like you're not even... There is no grade about this. There is no pressure. There is no stress. You are simply doing you for you. And that is all about taking the first step. Another analogy I could give you, and I think this is one we all struggle with, myself included, by the way, about going to get physical exercise. Have you guys ever just been so locked down with work whether that be outside of school, in school, studying, then you also want your, your friends want to hang out with you and just have all these things that you could do. And you're like, 
I don't have time for the physical activity part. I don't have time to drive myself, work out for an hour or go for a walk. Like, I don't have time. I have this assignment due, blah, 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 blah. And you lock yourself in like that. That's happened to me plenty of times. And sometimes I feel like I have to check myself because I'm like, am I really just making an excuse of why I can't go do that? Either that or like I'm just bad at managing my time. But I don't think it's that. I think it's we we do prioritize those things over, you know, I guess more of the leisure things. Because I would consider, I don't know, this is kind of a side tangent, but I would consider like working out actually like a leisure thing for me. Like I do enjoy it. But we don't prioritize leisure. We don't prioritize our breaks. We don't prioritize ourselves. And that's the key. That's the key. It's the balance. It's all about the balance between, yeah, I have all this shit to do. I mean, guys, I could show you my whiteboard right now. And I'm like, this is all the things I have to accomplish by the end of October. And it's crazy. And some of you might read it and be like, that's never going to happen. Or you're being completely naive that you think you're going to get all that done. And I don't believe that. I believe everything will get done because I'm taking it one day at a time. Take everything one day at a time. You don't even have to think about, like, I never think about things further than maybe, I'll give you 48 hours. Maybe I'll think of things two days in advance, but that's about it. And I used to not be that way, guys. Like, six months ago, me, every day, what is my future going to look like? What is it going to look like? Am I going to be happy? Blah, 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 blah. What am I doing to set me up for my future? Future, future, future. And it was a constant word that was just absolutely draining me. The word future, which I don't hate that word now because I have a different context to it. And I'm looking at it in a more positive light versus looking at it in a negative way of where am I going to be? Because more of the story for everybody listening, everything's always going to be okay. It's always going to be okay. You're going to have your ups and downs and that's just life, but you are always going to be okay. Just you are. You always are. And yeah, take that first step. I don't know how else to say it, but decide you're going to go get off the couch and go to the gym. Decide. It's all about the decision first. You can't accomplish anything until you actually acknowledge the thing, right? And, you know, in a more not so light term, think about addiction. When people are addicted to things, how does one overcome an addiction if they don't acknowledge that they have an addiction to start? If you never realize you have a problem, how are you going to know to stop that? And have people check you. Like, I have my friends check me all the time. Like, So this thing I said that I really value in other people and morals and blah, 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 do you think I do the same thing? Or do you think I'm a hypocrite to what I say? And, you know, there's a couple of times where they're like, I don't think that really lines up with what you just said to me. And I'm like, oh, shoot, let me check myself, right? But it's about acknowledging it first. And by the way, acknowledging shit is scary. It's really scary because let's say when we acknowledge our flaws and we acknowledge the things that we need to change. And usually that's not physical things. It's usually emotionally like, how am I acting? Also, sorry, that's the garbage truck. 
feel like I should wait a second because I don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear me, but he's almost done. He's coming through. Um, I feel like that's so loud on my mic. Okay. But that's, <laughs> but that's the thing. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge your flaws. Acknowledge, acknowledge yourself. Once you acknowledge yourself, you're going to grow so freaking much just for the pure fact of knowing you're not perfect. I know that sounds bizarre because I know there's this whole concept center around manifestation and just giving those affirmations to yourself. I am perfect. I am good. I am this. I am this. I am this. Which is great. Fantastic if you do that. I'm not, I'm not shaming on you 100%, but I am just putting into the fact that perfection is not attainable. And that's actually a note I wrote down. Sometimes I write in my journal just little things that, you know, help remind me. We all need reminders all the time. I need reminders from other people a lot. Not necessarily about myself, but just about anything you would tell anybody and everyone that would apply. And I think this applies to everybody. Perfection is not attainable. But excellence is. Strive for excellence. Whatever that excellence looks like for you. Whatever that idea of success looks like for you. It's for you. And that's the key word. It's for you. And you're making the decision. You have free will. I believe that. You have free choices. You make your choices. You decide where opportunities are there. You decide when you say there are no opportunities for me. You are just the controller of your mind and your mindset. And however much you're willing to put into something is how much you're going to learn about that something. So if I decide I want to learn how to play guitar, but I'm only dedicating 20 minutes a week, I might learn a few chords, but I'm not going to learn how to freaking play like Jimi Hendrix. But if I take the time and let's say I up those hours and I'm work and I'm playing 80 hours a week. Do you think I'm going to learn more than those 20 minutes a week? 100%. But you're investing more. You're investing more into that thing, into yourself. And therefore, that's when the universe acknowledges and is like, she took the first step. She did the thing she was so scared to do. She got over all the rejection, all the fears and worries Damn, did y'all hear that horn? She got over all the fears and worries that were holding her back from doing that thing and look at her. She's striving and she's excellent. She's not perfect because perfection means there's no way I could possibly grow and evolve any more than what I am. Perfection is I am totally okay with everything I know and I don't want to learn more. Perfection is almost egotistical because... It's just nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. And we can all do better. We can all be a better person than we were the day before. And you know what? That could be your one-step thing. I'm not even just here talking to you, like, take the first step in whatever goal and whatever ambitious, like, career goal, job goal you want to accomplish. No, that could be the least of your worries. That could be the least of your priorities. If your first step is just, like, I want to get better about handling my emotions and not being so sensitive to things around me. And you're like, what does that first step look like? Well, the fact that you've acknowledged it and the fact that you want to take that first step, 
that's your first step. So I've listened to a lot of talks about this concept and I know everybody says don't compare your chapter seven to somebody else's or don't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter seven. And I strongly agree with that. But what most people think the first step is, is investing into the thing. But I would disagree. And I would say the first step is acknowledging and making that decision that you want to invest in that thing, which I think is totally different. And it's like when you're doing a science experiment, you start with a hypothesis, you start with a guess, you don't go right into the experiment. And I think that's what I feel like all these speakers are saying, like go into investing the thing, go into experimenting. That is a very crucial step to whatever it is you want to accomplish in this world. 100%, you have to experiment, you have to be willing to have trial and error, which will happen and you will fail many times before you even get it even close to right. But that first step is just you're wanting to do it. Your want. And it's not a it's not a need. It's a want. It's a it's a strong want that comes from your heart and your mind. Because you need your heart to guide you, but you need your mind to keep you on track, to keep you on that path and to hold you accountable for everything you want to learn about that one thing. So (laughs) that was kind of an all over the place, but hopefully you guys get the gist. Like, and I guess if I'm going to relate it to my own personal experience, my first step, truly, you guys might be like, your first step was networking with other artists, you know, selling yourself, making business cards, starting a business account. No, my first step before I even thought about art or anything like that, my first step was taking a semester off from college. That was my first step. And you guys might be like, well, that has nothing to do with art and what you're doing now. Exactly. I was like, I wouldn't say I wasn't happy, but I was definitely like aware that my emotions in school at that time were like not where I wanted them to be. That's the best way I can explain it. Like, I wasn't even depressed. Like, I probably didn't even need to leave school, if I'm going to be honest. Because, like, I'm very good at muddling my way through things. And it's not even, like, in a fake way. It's just, like, I know everything's going to be okay in the end. But I was like, what if I took a semester off from school? What if I did these things that are now all in this big business binder briefcase thing I have of, different magazines and news articles and newspapers that I read and just tried to learn. I just tried to be curious about everything that the art world had or could offer me or that I or that I sought out to offer me. Like I told the art world like offer me shit, you know? <laughs> That's kind of sounded weird. But I made those opportunities for myself is basically what I'm saying. Once I took that semester off from school, I made those opportunities happen. And I get asked this a lot, like, how did you get this thing? Did they reach out to you? And the answer more than likely is always no. They did not reach out to me. They did not tell me, hey, like, I really want you to do this mural. Although a couple times, yes, 100%. Like this one I'm currently about to start 
yes, we met up. He found my business card. He found my work, loved it. We talked prices and that was that. But before that, before when I was just doing things for the sole fact of having the exposure and having the portfolio gain, I was reaching out to people. I was reaching out to anyone and everyone. And it's like doors get shut in your face all the time. It's like when you walk around and you go knock on doors and you're like, hey, how can I convince you this thing is important and that you need it and that you're going to spend the money on it? Yep. Thumbs up. And a lot of people are like, I don't have the time. I wasn't really thinking about that. We don't really need that. You have to convince them why it's important. Or better yet, you have to convince them why you're important to them. And I'm going to rephrase that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that and break that down for you. You have to convince them not only is this thing important. That's probably the least of the concern. You have to convince them that it is important that you, as in yourself, does this job, does this thing. Because they're going to say, okay, well, I know different artists. I know more artists who have more experience. I know older artists who have been doing this longer. What do you have to offer me? And that's where you convince them. That's where you sell yourself. And the only way, the only way you can sell yourself, and this comes full circle, is by taking that first step and acknowledging to yourself, I'm going to be the boss I've always wanted to be in anything and everything. And I'm going to continue to learn, be curious, and question this universe because we know nothing about it. That's when. Once you figured all that out, that's when you can sell yourself. And that's when people will feel that energy coming from you. And it will feel so genuine that they can't even question that you don't know what you're talking about because it is so real. It has become your reality. And I know that kind of tangented off of this idea of taking the first step, but I do think it's relevant. And I wanted to relate that to my own personal experience because a lot of you would probably assume that that first step was somehow involving myself in the art world, but it was before all of that. It was just honestly taking a break from school and helping my mental health. We are also during COVID. Why would I want to learn something during COVID when it doesn't even really feel like learning? Because I can just wake up in my PJs. I can sleep over Zoom. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel genuine. So take the first step. Acknowledge acknowledge that thing that you always wanted to do. Take that thing off the back burner. Take that thing that you've written in your journal when you were nine and you said, well, it's never going to happen now or that seems unrealistic. I could never do that, blah, 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 blah. Of course you couldn't. You could never do that. You're right. You're absolutely right. And the only reason why you could never do that because you're saying it because you're believing it you are believing that you can't do that thing now flip that believe that you can do that thing you're going to strive you're going to absolutely strive and thrive into the excellence you've wanted take the first step and you know what's crazy 
that first step, okay, let's relate it now to ambitions and jobs and careers and blah, 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 personality path. That thing that you've always wanted to do is probably what your younger self always wanted to do. And you're fulfilling your kid-like self, your little you. You're you're fulfilling their dreams. And I know they respect you for it. And they feel proud of you for finally going through that dusty old journal, justice journal you've had since you were five, nine, whatever. And they're like, she's actually reading it again. I keep saying she, but also he's. For the he's, you know, it applies the same way. Just just follow your heart and let your mind guide you into where you want to go. That's like, that's all I can say about this. I mean, it, and it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to not think about what other people are going to think about the thing you're doing. But like, I'm going to hit you with one last little thing I think about a lot. And this could be more personal, but I I do think it could apply to anything. But I relate the concept of liking art and the concept of liking people the same way. The exact same way. Maybe this is why I like art so much. Because people do fascinate me. So it kind of overlaps. But not everybody is going to like you. Not everybody is going to like you. Not everybody's going to like your art. Does it make your art bad? Does it make that person bad? Suppose you could have arguments for either. But more than likely, it's because you haven't found your crowd or you haven't found your target audience. Keep doing you. Keep making that art you've always wanted to make and enjoy making. Do the things you enjoy. Hang out with the people you enjoy. Because why would you try and change your art? Or why would you try and change yourself to fit in with people who you were never probably going to get along with in the first place? Or who were never even going to like your artistic style in the first place? Because they like more abstract. Or this person likes more popular people. So fucking be it. Keep making your art. Keep being you. You'll find your crowd. And you'll find your audience. And from there, it's only going to continue. It's only going to snowball. That little snowball you made in your hand now becomes a snowman. And now you got an avalanche. And now you're overwhelmed. But you're overwhelmed in the best way because you're doing all the things you enjoy. And you're hanging out with the people you care about the most. And that's what's important. So, I kind of took a long pause. I, I kind of took a lot of pauses throughout this episode because I really think about this a lot. I really think about if everybody were to just take that first step into whatever it is they wanted to accomplish. Sorry, this recycling truck is distracting the fuck out of me. But <laughs> if everybody did it, God, like, there would be so many superstars, and it would be like, 
You wanted to learn how to what? Whittle? You wanted to learn how to play violin? I never knew that. You would just find so many unique qualities about people that you would have never thought because I know we all we all have these thoughts of like, what if I could surf? What if I could be a professional snowboarder? What if? What if? So do it. Just freaking do it. You have to tell yourself to do it. You have to take that first step. And it's going to be a roller coaster of emotions. You're going to be like so freaking frustrated yourself one moment and then just absolutely patting yourself on the back the next. And it's a cycle and it continues and it's absolutely a grind and it's absolutely difficult, but it's absolutely 100, 1000% worth it. All right, I'm going to leave you guys kind of on like a a very uh, <laughs> pause-like reflection moment. <laughs> um, but if you guys who are listening want to drop down, um, I'm probably going to make like a question poll on this, but I'll also leave it open um, to message me on just some things that you guys always want to take the first step um, with. I think that would be really cool. And we got to all compare to one another about um, the things we've always wanted to do. And I think it would be really interesting. So I'm almost out of time. But I will catch you guys later on another episode next time, whenever I record that, wherever that is. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) 